This is the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Wow. You know, you look for stuff to talk about in sports. You look for those interesting topics. You hope that there's stories where Minnesota sports teams are going to win. Or at least dominate. Or even win a tightly contested ball game. Where you can come to the podcast and say, well, Anthony Edwards did this. Or Anthony Edwards did that. Or Brian Buxton hit this Grand Slam. Or Kakril Kaprizov had this backhanded slap shot that pierced the net. Or Kirk Cousins threw for 400 yards in a comeback victory for the Minnesota Vikings. And then you get a story like we received after the Minnesota Timberwolves defeated the New Orleans Pelicans, which locked them in as the eighth seed in the Western Conference, which means they will play the Los Angeles Lakers at 9 p.m. on the road. And if the Timberwolves win that game, That means they would go on to face Memphis, the number two seed in the Western Conference. And if they lose that game, then they will play the winner of the New Orleans Pelicans-Oklahoma City Thunder game. But I want to touch on my thoughts about, well, real quick, let me touch on the Gopher hockey game because I was considering whether or not I should stay up or not for that game because it went into overtime. I watched the third period and I was like, you know what? Do I really want to stay up for this 10 to 15 minute intermission and then wait for, you know, possibly 20 minutes in this third period or excuse me, overtime period. And I was debating him and Han. I was like, well, let me just watch the first few minutes, see how the flow was going, see if I'm into it. So I decided, you know what, I'll give overtime a chance. So I stayed up. My wife was sleeping on the couch. And I was like, well, maybe someone will score early. And let me just think of things that have lasted longer than, than that overtime period. This podcast has lasted longer than that overtime period. But Rudy Gobert and Kyle Anderson's fight lasted longer than that overtime period. But Jaden McDaniel's regret after punching the wall lasted longer than that overtime period. But the Minnesota Vikings choke job versus the New York Giants that fourth and eight play, that play lasted longer than that overtime period. Okay, that's all I've got. 10 seconds. Took 10 seconds for the Gopher hockey team to lose versus Quinnipiac. And if I'm going to be honest, I'm just going to be honest here. I turned towards my wife after the game, or actually when she was still awake. I said, you know what? If the Gophers lose this game, I wouldn't even be disappointed. I don't ride or die with the Gophers. I enjoy their volleyball program. I enjoy their basketball program. And I was wouldn't have been upset if they won, if their hockey team won. 
But Quinnipiac has never won a hockey championship. They had the story. Their coach has coached them for like 30-something years. They're a D2 program. He made them a D1 program. And this was their first national hockey title, which I thought was pretty cool. So good season for the Gophers. Massive choke job to go right up there with other choke jobs in Minnesota history. Again, the Minnesota Tim podcast, unafraid to plunge into the depths of Minnesota sports, the abyss. That's what we do on the Minnesota Tim podcast. All right, let me touch on the Jaden McDaniels, Rudy Gobert situation. And Kyle Anderson situation as well to go along with that Rudy Gobert situation. I wasn't watching the game live, but I was watching the highlights and I watched the fourth quarter in that game. And what is so interesting, so there's a couple of ways to look at it. The Minnesota Timberwolves won that game. Anthony Edwards played phenomenal down the stretch and Carl Anthony Towns played great to begin the fourth quarter. What everyone was talking what everyone was talking about at the end of the game was how Rudy Gobert lost his composure and Jaden McDaniels punched a wall. I was watching ESPN and they had their NBA panel of Jalen Rose, Stephen A. Smith, and Michael Wilbon, hosted by Malika Andrews, I think is her name. Malika something. And they weren't talking about the Timberwolves' win. They were talking about how embarrassed the Timberwolves' program should be for punching teammates, and for punching a wall. Anthony Edwards completely took over that game at the end. And the block shot on TJ McCollum, and then he turned it over with help of Mike Conley. He got it back, and he finished with an and one. He stole it from Ingram. He locked him down, had some blocks. But the focus wasn't on the Timberwolves win. It was on the Timberwolves chaos. And to be fair, if the Timberwolves did chaos and they just won the game, ESPN wouldn't have given the story two seconds. But of course there was controversy with the punch, with both punches, one at a teammate and one against a wall. So they touched on that story to lead. But this is my honest take on the Rudy Gobert punch to Cal Anderson. This is not the first time this has happened in the NBA. Gobert got suspended for the Lakers game, one game suspension. But this is not the first time this has happened. Draymond Green punched Jordan Poole in training camp during a practice. The same night, the Clippers, Mason Plumley, got in the face of another teammate, and there was shoving and pushing going around. I honestly don't think punches to the chest that aren't that hard are that big of a deal in professional sports. It's one of those things that happens way more than we even realize. 
when practices are closed off to the media. I guarantee you that happens several times a year. Maybe not for every single team. But emotions run high, especially among professional athletes, because their egos are massive. They think they're the shiz, okay? They're getting paid millions and millions and millions of dollars. They got people in their corner telling them how great they are. And then you get a teammate telling you they're not so great. That's going to fire you up. And that's why we saw what we saw from Rudy Gobert. Kyle Anderson called him out for not blocking shots. Rudy Gobert called him back out for not getting a rebound. And then Kyle Anderson said some extra stuff that uh, will not go announced on this podcast because it is foul language. And then Rudy Gobert threw a punch. I honestly don't think it's that big of a deal. It's a news story worth talking about, but this happens in the NFL, in the NBA. I'm sure it happens in the NHL. I just don't follow it that closely. And I'm sure it happens in Major League Baseball. Emotions run high in professional sports, and that's what happens. I think the biggest mistake was Jaden McDaniels punching a wall. This is a perfect example of the Minnesota Timberwolves players losing their poise when they need to stay composed. Cool, calm, collected. The Timberwolves do not have those words in their vocabulary. They complain to the refs. They take no responsibility for what they've done. And Jaden McDaniels punching a wall was just another example of losing self-control after he picked up his second foul. That is the story of the Minnesota Timberwolves season. Complaining, moping, self-destructing. And here they are as the eighth seed going to Los Angeles without Rudy Gobert and without Jaden McDaniels, arguably two of the three best defenders on the Minnesota Timberwolves. And you got to go without those players to face LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the rest of the Lakers that have been on fire for the last several months. The Lakers started the season 2-10. and And they finished the season like, 43 and 39. So what does that mean? They finished the season 41 and 29 after starting 2 and 10. That's impressive stuff. And now you go to Los Angeles on the road with Anthony Edwards just returning from his ankle injury, with Towns still trying to find his form without Gobert and without McDaniels. Now, the beauty of this is, is that the Timberwolves have shown that they can get it done without those two players. They did it against the Pelicans. Against Golden State, they practically won that game without Jaden McDaniels because he had, what, three or four fouls in the first few minutes of that game? He only played 10 minutes, max. And they won on the road at Golden State. So 
as good as Jaden McDaniels is, I do think he's a replaceable player with Kyle Anderson, Torian Prince, you know, throwing a couple of those guys and have them knock down a couple of shots and they can replace Jaden McDaniels. Have you ever seen Moneyball? Moneyball, they tried to replace Jason Giambi with Scott Hatterberg and a um, couple of other players. I think Jeremy Giambi, his brother. The Timberwolves need to recreate Jaden McDaniels with Kyle Anderson, Torian Prince, and Anthony Edwards needs to take on a bigger role defensively with Jaden McDaniels gone, and I think he can do that. Anthony Edwards takes on a new role in the playoffs. He takes his game to another level. So even without Gobert and without McDaniels, I do believe the Timberwolves have a chance to defeat the Los Angeles Lakers on the road. I believe. I believe. I believe we can fly. This movie from the Minnesota Timberwolves season has been up and down like a roller coaster ride. It has been unpredictable. I mean, if you just think about it, what if I came on the podcast and said, this is my prediction. Gobert's going to punch Kyle Anderson. McDaniels is going to punch a wall. And both of those players are going to be unavailable against the Los Angeles Lakers because the Timberwolves won. You put all those things together and that's very, very, very unlikely. And yet, they did it. If I came with that prediction on my on, on my podcast, you'd think, what the frick is Minnesota Tim thinking? What the crack is he smoking? That's exactly what happened. And I'm excited. The Lakers are favored, last I saw, by six and a half points. We'll see. Edwards, Towns, Anderson, Conley. Mistakes are going to have to be at a minimum. Turnovers will have to be few if the Timberwolves want a chance to go to L.A. and win. By the way, today I took my hand to the fist, going very, very slow. I took my hand in a fist going to the wall, and I was going like one or two miles per hour with my fist, and it hurt. Jaden McDaniels wound up against that wall and like, boom. I can't imagine how painful that was. Chris Finch said it after the game. This has been what we've been doing all year long. This has been the sign of immaturity. It'll be interesting to see if this leads to any Rudy Gobert trade buzz in the offseason. D'Lo had some issues with Rudy Gobert throughout the season. Was D'Lo the only one? I don't know. It seems like Towns likes Gobert. It seems like Edwards likes Gobert. Conley loves Gobert. But it has been said before that Gobert was not very liked by his teammates in Utah. I mean, if you trade Gobert, do you even get a second-round pick? I mean, yeah, you do, but 
what do you even get back for Gobert after you gave up all those first-round picks for him? A bag of chips? Free pop for a year? An assistant coach, maybe? All I know is that if you did trade Gobert, there's no way you're getting back what you traded for him. We'll see. We'll see what happens in L.A. I'm excited for the game. I believe in the Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, do I? Actually, I don't know. I'm hemming and hawing on the Minnesota Timberwolves. They can do it, but they would have to play the game of their life to do it. Edwards would need to go for 40-plus and guard. I don't know who's going to match up with LeBron. I would imagine that Torian Prince would. My starting lineup probably looks like this. Mike Conley, Edwards, Prince, Anderson, and Towns. I mean, who else do you put in there? I would not be surprised if Josh Minot played off the bench or even if he started for Jaden McDaniels because then it allows Torian Prince to stay in his role as a guy that comes off the bench. And Josh Minot and Jaden McDaniels have very similar bodies. He's not the player that Jaden McDaniels is, but he's athletic and he can guard. He can't shoot like Jaden. He doesn't have that offensive creativity like Jaden, but I would not be surprised at all if Josh Minot got the start against the Lakers because it keeps the rotation similar. But I think that's all I got for the for this episode of the Minnesota Tim Podcast. Thank you to everyone that listens every day or weekly to the Minnesota Tim Podcast. The KJ Osborne episode has lots of downloads. I appreciate all the listeners. Follow the Minnesota Tim page on Facebook. You can follow the Minnesota Tim at Minnesota Tim one on Twitter. I appreciate you making the podcast a part of your day. Go pups. How?